ready for the SFL Sifted Fantasy League draft for 2022. We have not changed the rules this year. Although, however, I did screw up the graphics for this. We still only have two alternates right there. There's three slots showing for alternates. We only have two this year, just like we have in the last the last couple of years. Um, so for those of you who may be watching this for the first time, although it's kind of hard, Matt, because now there is a website for pop culture fantasy drafts. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone like took the idea and built an entire website to do it, uh, which is very flattering. It's become such a thing now. Nobody realizes that we were the first to do it. Like, it, whatever. It's, yeah, I couldn't. I can't find an earlier example of it. Yeah, we're the first. Absolutely, we're the first. I had sat on the idea for a while. I had kind of had the idea when I was working at game trailers, and then like we never got around to it. And then I left. And then I was like, okay, well, one, one of the first things I do when I start sifted is I'm going to do a video game draft. And then Marcus and I did it on like the second or third episode mm-hmm. ever of Game Face, I think it was, when you were our TriCaster yeah. TD. Um, and we've been doing it ever since. I know what it's like to be thrown into that shark pool <laughs> three days in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Every clip in the world in this thing. Yeah, yeah. And it is. like I, I've never done this as a TriCaster TD. I've never done mm. our draft. I'm a little nervous. I'm really going to screw it up. This is the part of today's stream that I said, like, show me a little leniency because this – could be a problem. I yeah, mean, just, just don't click on the final graphic and show all the games right, all at once. The last, so, right. Yeah. I won't do that. There's no way I'll spoil our draft. Um, so anyway, how we do this, our drafts are actually pretty simple compared to how people are doing them now. Um, if you go to like that website that everybody's using, it's pretty complicated as far as like how people are doing their drafts. Ours are very simple. Matt and I just take turns picking games until we have 10 games apiece. And then we pick two alternates. And essentially what the, how the alternates work is if any of our 10 games get delayed out of the year, instead of getting a zero, you slide up your alternates into those slots. Now, you only have two. So if you have more than two games that get delayed out of the year, you end up getting a zero for one of your 10 games. And, and they're in order. Yeah. And they're in order, too. So your first alternate, if you lose a game, it's the first game that slides up. You don't get to choose which of your alternates goes in. Um, and then at the end of the year, we just add up the aggregate scores of our 10 games, and whoever has the highest score ends up winning the league. I have won two years in a row. I would I would give myself a round of applause for that, but it's too hard to get to right now. Um, but I have won last two years in a row. Matt's trying to knock me out, keep me from going for the three-peat this year. Um, this draft was easier and more difficult than usual. Mm-hmm. Um, because there were so many great games to pick from, but I felt like I was splitting hairs a lot of times trying to figure out which ones to pick or which ones not to. Um, we take turns every year with who gets the first pick. Matt had the first pick last year, so I have the first pick this year. Um, how overall did you feel like the draft went for you, Matt, before we dive in, just I generalizing? Think, I think solid. Yeah. Um, there, are two, there are two games that are uh, potential risks that I picked, but I picked them intentionally because the uh, alternates are no doubts. Yep. Okay. Although the alternates are not, um, I think, high scorers necessarily, but they are definitely coming out. And as we've established in the past, it's better to have a 70 than a zero. It is. Absolutely. Uh, Let me just get the interface on the TriCaster here sized up a little better because there's so many graphics in this that I need to resize things just a little bit. Um, okay, I think we're ready to kick off. Again, I had the first pick of the draft this year, and it was a hard first pick, and I still don't feel great about it, Matt, to be perfectly honest with you. No? No. I think this is a clear first pick. I mean, if it comes out, 
Yeah, I will. Uh, I'm not 100% sure on that one. Um, but my first pick in the SFL 2022 draft is The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. Um, or whatever it ends up being called. Or whatever it ends up being called. Yes, just the next 3D Zelda, I guess, is maybe the best way to put it. Um, I'm nervous, Matt. Like, they still haven't really announced it as coming out this year. Yeah, it's got to come out this year. You think? I think so, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't have any doubts about this one this year. Really? Unless something really weird happens, but that could happen. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, this is this year. I have no doubt. I have no doubt barring why, weird Why do you believe that, though? Because I thought it was coming out last year, and it didn't come out last year. I didn't. Um, the other thing, of course, is that even if you only half believe it's coming out this year, it's too valuable to not put in the draft. Like, it's you can't not pick it. Um, I think it's, it's been half a decade uh, they've talked about it enough times that that's about how many times Nintendo talks about something before it comes out. Um, we know nothing else major coming for this year. Um, and I, it's just, I don't, I don't see any other alternative unless they're going to throw a Splatoon 2 and Pikmin 4 and call it a day, which they might. But uh, I think if it doesn't come out this year, you're going to start seeing, um, you're going to start seeing some, seeing some displeasure. Okay. Now I will say this, if it does come out this year, I think it's the no brainer number one pick. Yeah. Um, there's not a chance in hell. I mean, this thing has a a solid shot at a hundred Metacritic. Yes, which I don't know too many other games you can say that about. I don't know. They'd all be Nintendo games, though. Pretty much <laughs> that old Nintendo bump. Mm-hmm. Um, but I picked this last year. Didn't happen. Um, I think maybe it was drafted the year before too. That's why I'm nervous about it. Like I just don't think that it's a sure thing. That we actually get it this year, but if it is, it's hands down the number one pick. Um, you know, if it didn't come out last year when they had the 35th anniversary of the franchise to celebrate, so mm-hmm. I'm definitely a little nervous about it. Um, but we'll see how it goes. But yeah, my first overall pick and the first overall pick of the 2022 draft is Breath of the Wild 2. Matt, what is your first pick of the draft? God of War Ragnarok. God of War Ragnarok. Clear number two. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, if I if I wasn't willing to take the risk on Zelda, this would have been my first pick. God of War 2018, my pick for Game of the Generation for Last Generation. Mm-hmm. Um, now, here's the thing about Ragnarok. Um, first off, I'm not 100% sure it's coming this year either. Um, it could slip. You know, we saw that with Horizon last year. Sony is not afraid of having nothing in the fall because they have Call of Duty <laughs> yeah, to fall it's back It's proven, on. that's for sure. Um, but I do think this is this year. Uh, I'll give it a 90% confidence rating. The other thing. I'd be at least, I'm at least 90. Yeah. The other thing. And this is probably a, a lesser, a, you know, a non-zero chance thing, not a, not a likelihood. There is a possibility that this gets a higher score than Zelda. There is. Because Zelda, it's not impossible that Zelda is either too similar or too different from the last one. That the reviews kind of go, so go more in the eighty-five realm. You know, it's like, and that'll break. So enough of those drag the score down to the point that it's like, oh, is it? Whereas I think God of War is going to deliver more God of War, bigger and better and badder. And there's nothing you can really say against that. I also feel like there are some. And there's people, a lot less time in the in the bucket waiting for Ragnarok. I also feel like there has been a lot of time since Breath of the Wild yeah. came out, and I think a lot of people maybe are second guessing their initial impressions of that game. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see, but, um, and whatever stupid new gimmick Nintendo shoved in there better be good. 
Because right. that's what's going to ride on. Yeah. So. so, yeah. Like, if I wouldn't have taken Breath of the Wild 2 or whatever the hell it ends up being called, I would have absolutely taken mm-hmm. God of War Ragnarok. Like, so. if I'd picked first, I would probably still would have picked God of War. Would you? Over yeah. Zelda? Interesting. Okay. I can I can see that totally. I just think God of War is a sliver more dependable. Yeah. Breath of the... And I only say that because Nintendo's more likely to fuck with the formula. But also, you know what I mean? a certain segment of critics are far more likely to give Nintendo that games is also a higher true. score than it may a not matter. I hate to say it, but it's just true. It's just that's yeah. I always I'll be honest with you in these drafts, I always lean a little bit in mm-hmm. Nintendo's direction. True. I think but I think that factor is also in play with God of War. Yeah. That last game bought this this franchise a huge amount of goodwill. Rightfully so. It's an amazing game. Okay. So there are f- both of our first picks in the draft. So one, two, Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, God of War Ragnarok. Now keep in mind, the Sifted Fantasy Challenge is open now, which is what you guys can participate in. Um, you probably won't be able to find it on the site. There'll be promotion to it a little bit later. But you should absolutely watch what Matt and I are doing here uh, before you go and fill out your Sifted Fantasy Challenge ballots. Um, because we put a lot, at least I did, I put a lot of thought into this. I spent a lot of time researching for this. I don't just make my picks all willy-nilly. So at least maybe, oh, there it is, in the chat right now, tensionmass.com slash sifted. You can get to the fantasy challenge, although I don't want you guys to leave. I want you to stay here and watch, Vincent. (laughs) So anyway, um, use what we're doing as a framework. At the very least, like, Matt and I, both of us, end up having at least a couple games that don't come out every year. Uh-huh. So we're not infa- infallible. Like, we get stuff wrong. Um, but I think we're pretty solid this but year. I think we are, too. I think both our teams are going to end up having the vast majority of the games come out. But we'll see. You just never know with this stuff. Uh-huh. Um, okay. And with my second pick in the 2022 Sifted Video Game Fantasy League draft, I will take Horizon Forbidden West. Um I take one of your favorites. You take one of my yeah. favorites. <laughs> I was I was pleasantly surprised to get this. I didn't. I thought maybe that you would not take God of War and you would take this because mm-hmm. you are a huge Horizon fan. So am I. But like I feel like I liked God of War a little bit more than Horizon, and I feel like maybe you liked Horizon a little bit more than God of War. Is that I fair? Did. Yeah, that's fair. So I was. Um, I thought maybe you'd take this first. What I like doesn't mean. And then I thought, score. damn, I'm getting God of War. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like God of War is too good a pick to let yeah. go. Yeah, but this um, also great pick, man. Yeah, because like, the first what you're gonna see here is the first pick was the super top scorers that probably but won't guaranteed come out this year. Yeah. The second picks were they're coming. Right. And they're gonna be high. Yeah, and that's pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And so we get, we dreamt big, and then we got practical. Yeah, and the other part of it too is that you can hedge your bets a little bit with the alternates. Like, yeah, you just have to keep it in mind. How risky was I earlier? When you go to pick your alternates, I always look at how risky was I in my ten picks. Mm-hmm. If there's a couple where I'm like, yeah, that's like fifty fifty, then I'm really conservative with my alternates. Yeah, but, my risky picks uh, are the last two. Yeah, you'll see. Yeah, you'll yeah. see that. Yep, I'd agree with that. And you guys will see. Also, we have to pick these beforehand. This is not happening live, by the way. Yeah. Um, we have to pick these beforehand because I have to create all these graphics for the show so you guys can see them. Um, so this draft actually happened via text message late last night. Uh, Matt and I just went back and forth picking games. And then I had to go through the process of setting up all the graphics and getting all the B-roll ready. It, for To produce a show of this quality, it's the way we have to do it, unfortunately. So anyway, just so you guys know... Um, we are not picking these live. We made these picks a while ago. Um, okay, Matt, it's your turn for your second pick in the draft. What is it? Elden Ring. Yep. Which I saw the, people. With a chat already knew. <laughs> 
I saw people in the chat um, saying like Elden Ring and something else was like the safest. Elden Ring and Horizon. And Horizon were the Because they're going to come out. Because you know they're yeah. coming. Because they have release dates very soon. Um, and that's a big part of it. Guessing stuff that's going to come out. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of the, really the big X factor in this. If you get a zero and you don't have an alternate to fill in there, it can doom your team. That's what happened to you last year. Yep. You had good picks, but you just didn't have enough One games. One of my alternates didn't come out. It right. Was a, yeah. It was a mess. You got beat up bad last year. Um, Elden Ring, do you need to explain why you're uh, taking Elden Ring second overall? No. This no? thing's going to be in the 90s. Well, actually, it's it? fourth overall, but second overall. There's no team. way this isn't one of the top scores of the year, whether it deserves it or not. Yeah. <laughs> because the other thing, too, is that you, what you were saying earlier, you were talking about how, you know, as a freelancer, someone sends you mm-hmm. Dark Souls or whatever. You're like, no, like, I'm cool. If you are yeah. not into these games, yeah. you're not going to review them. And I admit, also, one of the reasons I would turn this game down would be um, I don't want to make it work. Mm. Like, I just want to enjoy this enjoy thing. Enjoy it at your own pace. Yeah, yeah totally get that. Um, but, it, look, it, again, I think our first four picks are on the money. Yeah. I think these are these are these those are what the first four picks should be in this draft. Not telling you guys what to pick on your teams, but I'm just saying these. I think these first four picks are pretty solid for most video game fantasy drafts, I would argue anyway. Um, so there you go, Elden Ring. And you've had, you know, because of the, the playable betas that came out, you already know response to it was positive. Yep. So oh, yeah, because people are loving it. more so. Yep, people are all over it. Okay, so it's time for my third pick of the 2022 draft. And you may be a little surprised to hear this one after what I just said in the last episode of Game Face, but my pick is Starfield. And if you watched the last episode of Game Face before you watched this, one of my 2022 predictions was that Starfield, when it comes out, it is going to be a disappointment. And I think it will be to a lot of players. I think it'll be a little buggy. (laughs) That doesn't mean the reviews are going to reflect that. That doesn't mean that the reviews are going to be low. And that's what all this is about. That's what we're here doing. We're trying to guess which games are going to score the highest in their reviews. And I just find it really hard to believe that Bethesda's landmark open world sci-fi action RPG that people have literally waited, what, like eight years for at this point? For another Bethesda action RPG, I think it's going to be tough for people to pan it. So 12, even though... 11 years. Uh, since Skyrim? Skyrim was 20... Wow. Wasn't Skyrim 2011? Because last year yeah. was the 20th, 10th anniversary. <laughs> yes, it was. That's insane. So to make my point even further, it's been even longer than that. I find it really hard to believe that uh, people are going to pan this game. I just yeah. don't I just I, This don't was see definitely on my list. I think it was a little lower just because there's a part of me that doesn't quite trust it. Not because I think it'll come out as a mess, but because like... We just don't know enough about it. But see, that's the I mean, other... it, it, it would be like number two or number three on my most anticipated personal list, though. Yeah. Like, I'm very excited about it. Starfield is my shit. Like, you know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was going to be on here one somewhere. That's one or the, other. the other thing that we have to do that you don't have to do in a Sifted Fantasy Challenge is Matt and I have to consider what the other one is going to do. Mm-hmm. So I know you're a huge Bethesda RPG fan. So I felt like I needed it here. Like mm-hmm. even though I knew, no, I, you probably I would have probably picked it fourth or fifth. Okay, you would you wouldn't. I mean, so I reached was, for it. This then. was the right place to get it, I think. Okay, because you would have lost. That you were going to take it. Next. You would have lost your next pick if you'd moved Starfield down. Okay, because um, that was on my list too. So look, I'm happy that that's the best first three I think I've ever had in mm-hmm. a fantasy draft. Breath of the Wild two, but also Horizon I'm not remotely Starfield. unhappy with my top three because that's just how many great things are in the. 
pipeline right now this year. Yeah, like it's this ridiculous. year is amazing. You can't. It's going to be hard to screw up your fantasy drafts this like, year. Like we got down to the, we got down to like eight before I was like kind of feels like I'm not super excited about this as a score, but I think it's going to be solid. Yeah, like there my was, pauses were splitting hairs because yeah. I had two good options that I was trying to decide between and trying to figure out whether you were going to take it or not with your next pick. Mm-hmm. It's all a part of the strategy of drafting. Um, okay, Matt, what is your third pick? Gran Turismo 7. That's also a good pick. It just is. Mm-hmm. Um, those games always review extremely yeah, high. Very high. It's the first. It's back after a long period of time. I was gonna be happy to see it. It's gonna be uh, you know the first big racing title on uh, on PlayStation Five. Yep. It's gonna be gorgeous. Like, yeah. I, I see no uh, scenario where this is not rated very very highly. What did I don't even remember? What did Gran Turismo Sport do, Metacritic wise? It seems like when it did that? not do as great. I don't think it did, but it was kind of like a half a game. It, it right. It, it was, was like a spin-off kind of. Yeah, it wasn't as, a mainline. As long as this thing is like a, as long as this thing justifies that seven in the title, I think it's going to be fun. And it appears that it's going to. It, it looks like it's gigantic, um, which may explain why they did the little spin-off there. Mm-hmm. Um, they were probably working on this side by yeah, side. Yeah, I think this has been in in the, yeah. the development for a long, long time. Absolutely. Um, so there you go. Your first three, God of War, Ragnarok, Elden Ring, and Gran Turismo 7. That's murderer's row as well, man. These teams are going to be good. I have a feeling that both of us are going to set our all-time score records. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, that would mean that my other prediction was wrong about 2022 being one of the best game release years ever. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to happen. We'll see how it goes, though. Um, you just never know how this stuff is going to work. Oh, Ashes in the Hourglass points out that Fallout 4 was 2015. So it hasn't been... 11 years. Oh, I don't include Fallout in those. I should, but I don't. Neither do I, because you said good game. Right. (laughs) Well, I did like Fallout 4. I thought it was great, but... I tried again. I don't... I just don't like Fallout 4. Yep. Um, Okay. And you know what? Last year, I did go back, and I played all the way through Fallout 3 again. Yeah, but you didn't play Fallout 4. I don't like Fallout 4. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what it is about Fallout 4 I don't like. There's something about it I just just annoys me, which makes me a little nervous about Starfield. Yeah. Because like part of it is I just don't like the gunplay. I don't like the action gunplay. I don't like the gunplay in Fallout seventy six. Yeah, and so I'm a little worried about Starfield because I feel like that's inevitably going to have yep the same gunplay, gunplay. probably. Yeah. yeah, I hear you. I'm there. I hear you. Um, okay, my fourth pick in the draft, and Matt, one that you said I wouldn't have got if I didn't take it here. I believe. Yeah, this was pretty much next on my. Uh, okay, and I'm plan. glad to hear that because I was not 100 percent sure, and that game is Bayonetta three. Um, Bayonetta two. 92 Metacritic. But yep. that was a long time ago. Yep. Um, so I took that into account. I'm like, I'm not counting on this getting a 9 or higher. I'm counting on it hopefully getting like an 8.5 or higher. I, I think you're looking at about an 88 for this thing. You think so? That's my guess. Because tastes have changed a lot since Yeah, Bayonetta but so is this. Like, this trailer is a very different approach yeah. to Bayonetta. Um, and I think that's good. I don't know if I like it more, though, than the old kind of angle i mean i know I it was know. like it was very bro-ish like the old mm-hmm. games like i don't know that that tone flies Somewhat, anymore i don't know i i think um like i know opinions vary on kind of the appropriateness of the, the of, of bayonetta bayonetta has always had more of a drag queen yeah, vibe to I me agree with like, that. like yeah. it's like it never yeah. felt like like a like a sex symbol to drool over it yeah. felt like a a, a hot powerful woman to aspire to be like if you read like a lot of the development stories and i just did this because i just bayonetta was just the the name that game game so i've been doing research on it the last couple days like the developers they were very concerned about making it over sexualized Mm -hmm. that was their goal with like everything they did 
So if you do feel that way, it wasn't on purpose from the developers. Mm-hmm. They were trying to make it over-sexualized if they could. Um, and this is definitely different. Um, the tone is different. So you're right. Like, they, it doesn't look like they've already yeah. kind of changed with the that tone That also a makes bit. it a little sketchier because you're like, you know, if it's so different from the other games... Maybe what nobody does likes that mean? it. You know, it's like, you know, yeah, this, know, all this kaiju stuff. Like, who knows? Yeah, I honestly, Matt, I thought I was reaching for this game a little bit here. I was a little nervous about it, but now that I've met with you live to talk about it, and I know that it would have been gone next pick, I feel a yeah. little bit better. Also, about I it, do but... believe this gets the Nintendo and the Platinum bump. That could be. So that could be. I hope so. <laughs> for these purposes, I like. Hope I feel so. like I'm probably going to think of this as around a seventy. Personally. Like personally, but I think it's going to review, review higher. higher, much higher than that. Well, I hope it gets better than a seventy, because otherwise, at my fourth pick, I'm freaking doomed. If that's the case, but there you go, Bayonetta three, my fourth pick in the draft, and now it's your turn, Matt. What's your fourth pick? This is the uh, one game on my list that I hate and don't want to play: <laughs> Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. I will say this, Matt. I was a little surprised that you took it here. I think this is going to review pretty well. Because I would not have taken it for a while, just full mm-hmm. disclosure. Um, because That's I played fine. it and I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you're but, right. It is a Final Fantasy game. I think it's going to review very well. I think it's going to irritate me how well it reviews. Yeah. Like, and I was kind of trying to find a way to be less irritated by that, so at least it gets me somewhere <laughs> in a fantasy draft. I just wasn't sure where you would put this, because yeah. it does seem like kind of a... Look, I played. You know, I played the demo. I've seen this thing. This, this game's trash. Yeah, but I really like, don't like it at all. But you know what? So is Final Fantasy remake, and everybody it loves is, that. And it's so a I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not going by my <laughs> belief on any of this stuff anymore. I'm saying this thing's gonna get like an eighty something. Yeah, that's the other thing that we should clarify here. Like when we draft these games and we say, "Oh, it's gonna get like an 80, that doesn't mean we think it's worthy of those scores. This is what we think all the other critics are going to give it when it's all said yeah. and done. We're trying to guess. And I think like, this game, and here's the, you know, this might be coming off of my, you know, beliefs of, of how reviewing works and how I did that for a long time. This game is A, going to be, because this is a character action game that also has RPG elements that's based on Final Fantasy. Yeah. That means there is a very specific reviewer you are giving this game to. You yeah. need to give it to someone who cares about Final Fantasy and you need to give someone who's good at character action games so they can finish it on a deadline like we talked about yeah. with that Q&A just now. Yeah. And that is a very specific kind of person and they are going to love this pile of shit. They probably will. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. I, I am metagaming this about three levels out. <laughs> and maybe it doesn't deserve to be this high, but like... To be honest, I think part of it might have been that you picked Bayonetta 3 and my brain just went to the next character action game right. on the list. And yeah. I was like, ah, I'll see that one. Okay. Because I knew you weren't going to go for most of my, the rest of my list. I, You're right. Yeah. And we I didn't have, go for the most of the rest of your list. Yeah. I mean, so. that's, that's how it works, though, with us. Yeah. Like, honestly, we have, I think we agree on most stuff generally, yeah. but we do have completely different tastes in games. And you know certain genres better than I do, and I know certain genres better than you do, and that comes into it as well, so... Um, there's a lot of strategy that goes into this, people. There's no doubt about it. Um, okay. And now it's on to my fifth pick. And this is one that was on my team last year. Yep. And on my team the year before that. And on your team yeah. the year before that. And I really think it's going to come out this time. And Probably. that is Dying Light 2. I really think it's coming out this no, time. No, I, th- I think it's going to happen. <laughs> I think I think this one's going to happen. It was supposed to come out like December 8th or something like that, and then they delayed it like, you know, to this year. The game is pretty much done. It mm-hmm. should be done. By now, it'll come out in a week and a half. It better be done. Yeah, I mean, if they delay it at this point, like it couldn't oh, yeah. be delayed more than a few months. Like, Yeah, here's the thing. 
I was never going to pick this. Really? No. How come? Because I don't trust this thing. Really? I don't. Something about me worries that this is going to get like 70 or Interesting. something. Interesting. Like, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I mean, I'm excited about it because I love the first one. But I also love the first one after playing it for a long. Like I, it took it took me a while to come around to it. Yeah. I I have vision, uh, you know, unsupportable visions of this thing getting like savaged in the reviews. Okay. For reasons that I can't quite. I explain. would be surprised if that happens. Because again, I saw a demo of this a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and a couple years ago it right. impressed me. But so. I th- but I'm worried about like a Bioshock Infinite situation where this thing's had so much chopped out of it. That's possible. That like it's not that. But it's 500 anymore. hours, Matt. It doesn't mean it's good 500 hours. <laughs> right. I totally get it. Um, I'm just going on the fact that I saw a demo of it that really impressed me. Um, two, that it, I know mm-hmm. that it's significantly different from the last one. But three, that I know the parts that were good about the first game are still here. And so it's not going to turn off fans. It's going to ingratiate the game to people like me who only kind of liked the first game. Yeah, I just I, – this I got to – I got to – I got a my cyberpunk ten sense is tingling Uh-oh. on this one. <laughs> oh no, Matt, don't say that. <laughs> well, look, even if it does end up getting like a seven point seven or whatever, mm. like it's my fifth. Yeah, at least game. it's coming out. Yeah, and I know, and that's the other thing. Like I'm telling you, I am way more nervous about Breath of the Wild than you. Like mm-hmm. I did a little bit of ass covering with the rest of my draft because of Breath of the Wild. I'll just full disclosure right now. I am not 100 percent sure it's coming out, and it's my mm-hmm. first pick. So I'm like. Mm-hmm. I got to make sure that I have a full 10 games this year because my number one pick may not come out. And so I did play a little bit defensively um, with the draft this year. I'll just fully admit it. But as we saw with the Sifted Fantasy Challenge, the best thing you can do is get 10 scores. Yeah. That's really the key to, like, winning yeah, at that, Video Game Fantasy. The one person who got all 10 scores. Not good to, they won and look out at, of hundreds of people. And some of the games that they had on there got, like, 7.1. Yeah. They weren't yeah. that great at games, but they knew they were coming it's out. It's more important to get 10 scores. Yep. Again, it's all about strategy, people. Because so, a 65 is still better than zero. That's right. <laughs> a lot better. Like, a lo- even a 40 is a lot better yeah. than a zero. It makes a difference. Uh, so, anyway, there you go. Dying Light 2. My fifth pick in the 2022 draft. What about you, Matt? What's your pick? Let's try this one again. Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. <laughs> um, I think it's really going to happen. I this think it's going to work this time, Matt. I think and you're I don't see it. I don't see a possibility this doesn't review real well. So, Matt, I was going to pick this game. <laughs> I literally was going to pick this game, and I stopped and thought about it for one second. I was like, I can't do it. I'm like, <laughs> Matt is too far down this road. I cannot let him not finish the drive like he he needs to see this through to see mm-hmm. what this game gets and to have it on his team because i was like matt has committed to this game for too long uh, you've i think you've drafted it two years this will be three years in a row now I is that right so. at least two at least two um so i couldn't do it and i was like ah dying light's cool with me anyway i was kind of splitting hairs between the two games and i was like i've got to give matt lego skywalker saga so hmm. and we talked about this in the last episode of game face um this game's been in development for like six years. Yeah, it should be like the greatest Lego game ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it should. This be. should be. Yeah, this should be be the best thing they've ever made. Yeah, they've had enough time. And, and the, if it's not, we're gonna have words. And I mean, let's be honest. The trailers look awesome. They do. I mean, I don't see any way this is lower than an eighty. Me either. No way. Like I would really struggle to see this below an eighty-five. Yeah. And getting it there at that pick, that's good value. So that's a great pick, even though I let you have it, Kyle. <laughs> Justin Horman, we just saw this game with a with a release 
year on it. What is he saying? He says, when was the last time we saw this? Can it be canceled? Is it canceled? I'm like, no, it just, it would just they just did a new trailer. I can understand why people might wonder if it's been canceled. Sure. <laughs> Forever. I don't know what the hell happened there. I'd love to see a, yeah, I'd love to see a behind-the-scenes documentary on this one. Yeah. I can see why some people might be a little skeptical. Um, and speaking of games that people may be skeptical of, Matt, I believe you're skeptical of this game. Yep. And that is Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Um, again, we just talked about this on Game Face in our third-party preview for 2022. I, I'm really excited for this game. I'm not a big Suicide Squad fan, honestly. Like, I don't even really care about that IP at all. Um, but I do think the developer, Rocksteady, behind this has made some really, really good games, some really, really polished games. Um, and I will say this, even though I'm not a big Suicide Squad fan. certainly had the time to work on it. Yeah. And even though I'm not a big fan of Suicide Squad, I do feel like it nails the tone and it nails the characters. Uh, mm -hmm. I like that, the, as I said in Game Face, I like that all the characters are completely different from each other. It's not like, hey, this girl has a gun and this girl has a gun, but this girl has a different ultimate and this girl has, like, a different grenade she can use. Like, all four characters feel completely different to use, which could be a bad thing, too, because if you're, like, playing cooperatively and you're stuck with, like, Shark Dude, like, yeah. like that could suck. Um, but I think the the pedigree of Rocksteady is beyond reproach. I know you didn't like Arkham Knight. I did like Arkham Knight. Um, I've liked everything that Rocksteady's made. I've never disliked And I replayed Arkham Knight a couple of years ago to make sure, and yes, I still you hate still that hate game. <laughs> well, luckily, I like it more than you, which it's allowed me to get this game. It's barely a Batman game. game. Um, I could maybe agree with that. I'm not, I wasn't so concerned about, like, whether it was a great Batman game. I just enjoyed playing it. But... I'm glad because it allowed me to get this game with like my sixth pick or whatever. So, and I didn't think that I would ever get a Rocksteady game this low in a draft. But again, 2022 is so flipping awesome yeah. that also, games like this fall down. Rocksteady's been out of action so long. Yeah. That like, I don't, you don't know. You don't, you don't know if people left that were integral parts of the development team. It's hard to know. But it'll probably review. It's a good middle of the, middle of the pack, I think. Pick. I'm cool with that at my sixth slot. I'm more than cool with it. I'm really happy about it. So. That's all that matters, is mm -hmm. I'm happy with my team or not when it's all said and done. At least for that pick, I definitely am. All right, now it's time for your sixth pick, Matt. Total War Warhammer 3. Uh, I think this is going to get in the 90s, but I knew you weren't going to pick it yet. Yet was the operative word. I would mm -hmm. not have picked it yet, but it was definitely on my radar to mm -hmm. take in the draft. Um, all Both the first two games have gotten close to a 9. Mm -hmm. um, this game should be higher. But I knew you weren't going to go for it that soon. So you, yeah, you can let it slip. That's Again, that's strategy. Knowing your opponent, like, where are they going to take something that you're interested in? If they're not as interested in it, then you can wait, and you can load up and get a couple other games before mm -hmm. you make that pick. Um, Last one got a 92. Did it? Yeah. I knew it was, like, around a 9. Mm -hmm. um, and there's no reason why this one won't get that as well. And, again, in your sixth slot, that may be the best value of this whole draft, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, provided there isn't some complete catastrophe with the game. Yeah, I mean... And I can't foresee that happening. No, I think Creative Assembly is pretty on target most of the time when it comes to getting stuff done when they say they're getting it, getting it done. Yep, and as we said, a great year for RTS games if you're a fan of the genre. It's been mm -hmm. dry for a couple years, but this year you are being taken care of. You are getting hooked up. Uh, okay, time to move on to our seventh picks of the draft. This one is the one where I feel like I may have screwed up a little bit and maybe reached. Agreed. You do agree. Yeah. yeah. I, I maybe And I'm not going to say I'm trying to rip the game here. I'm very yeah. excited about this game. I think this, yeah. is, this, is, this is definitely on my radar. But 
I can definitely see this one breaking one way or the other. Me you too. Know I mean? Yeah, and I, I did regret it after I picked it, and that game is Forspoken. It is um, – I maybe should have had this for, like, an alternate or something. Mm-hmm. But I'm really intrigued by the game, and I went back and I looked at the scores that Final Fantasy fifteen got, and I was like, hmm – that scored way higher than it probably should have. Yep. And I, I know this doesn't have the Final Fantasy name, which yeah, doesn't, it doesn't make a get difference. the Final Fantasy bump, and it's already been sort of poked at for uh, representation issues. And oh, it has. Yeah. I didn't even know that because the main character is black, and uh, there are no black writers on the oh. on the team. They got black consultants or something. Uh, there's some. That seems awful picky. There's some questions about her depiction in terms of how she, how, you know, and it's, it's rough because you haven't seen a whole lot of the game yeah. yet, but it's already kind of the center of a, of oh, a little, great. Uh, I don't think that'll necessarily <laughs> affect how it reviews. It um, might. But uh, we'll see. Um, it, it's not, it's like, it's just one of those things where I'm like, I think this is going to be a mid to high 80s game. Yeah. But it could be a 70. Like, this is one of those things where it's like... It's too risky for where I took it. Yeah. You don't... You never know with... Especially even with the Sony exclusive stuff, you never know when they're going to accidentally pop out a Days Gone. You know? Days Gone still reviewed fine, though. I will admit, like, I definitely was leaning towards console exclusives with this. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can see it. Breath of the Wild, Horizon, Starfield, Bayonetta. Yeah. And Vincent does make a good point that most of the places that care the most about the controversy over... um, uh, the racial, racial representation don't get put scores in their reviews. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, Vincent, <laughs> because it's true. <laughs> That's hilarious, actually. Uh, so anyway, I am. I was a little disappointed in myself after this pick. I was like, oh, I, I was a, surprised. I made a mistake there, um, but I'm man enough to admit yeah, when I made mistakes. Forspoken, I had down like one of my last picks if I was going to run. Yeah, out of in hindsight, it should have been like an alternate or whatever. I, but then it. Could I don't have, know if it should be an alternate. Well, maybe because like Forspoken is almost guaranteed to come out, so that's it's a good alternate in that regard. I viewed this game a little bit like how I viewed It Takes Two last year for the draft. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like this game that people didn't know that much about, but it had kind of this spark to it that could make it bounce in the right direction. But I took It Takes Two as an alternate last year, which I ended up having to use. Mm-hmm. But still, I took it as an alternate, which is where I probably should have taken this game as well. So, But anyway, we all make mistakes. That's mine from this draft, mm-hmm. but I am man enough to admit it. Uh, what's your next pick, Matt? Uh, my next pick is uh, kind of it's the one on my list that I picked just because I like it. And I'm just like, I, I don't know how this is going to do, but I think it's it's cool, and uh, it might be a sleeper in terms of that. And that is Sifu. Sifu, the kung fu. I said last week on Game Face, I was like, it's kind of like a kung fu game. And you were like, no. Yeah, it is. It a is kung a kung fu, fu game. game. <laughs> um, so this is a, and also, you know, this does pique my interest because I'm a fighting game combat person, and like, uh, this looks real cool. It's like the, maybe the coolest sort of uh, like kung fu combat thing since maybe um, Sleeping Dogs. Yeah. Um, the combat system is, is very very driven by kind of classic kung fu movies and, and wuja, and they're really trying to get the uh, the uh, impact right. Like they're gonna. They you know, do. They nail yeah. it. Like you're trying to make it look like the fist hits the part of the body that it hits, and then the body reacts because it was hit in that part, and not just like. You know, oh, I, the fist was up here, so your head twitches. Like, no, your body's gonna move the direction that you got hit from the point of contact you got hit. Yep. it's a really cool thing they're trying to do, and the and the fights are are explosive and and uh, fun to watch, even if you're not playing. Like, it's this has been on my radar for a while. I'm pretty happy that it's coming out so soon. I've also noticed that a lot of critics are on it. Yeah, 
Yeah, like I've are. seen a lot of people tweeting stuff about it. Yeah, like there's that's been a lot usually of usually a good sign. Yeah. yeah, people have seen some builds and seen some preview stuff. Are like, oh, seafood. Yeah, so that's usually a good sign. Hopefully, the people that are tweeting about that are also the ones who get assigned to review it. <laughs> end up reviewing the game. Yeah. It's usually a good sign, though. Like if the usual yeah. suspects are tweeting positive stuff, look, they all talk. Like. People who are reviewing games, they're all on, like, little lists with each other and on text threads and things like that, even though they shouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, I love, like, just, like, the what they're doing, you know, the, the versatility and the, the usage of the environment and the objects around and kicking them. I mean, this is, you know, if you grew up watching Jackie Chan, this is something your eye, your eye should be on this one. Yep. And uh, I just think it has a shot at being a surprise uh, high rater. I would agree. I think it's, again, it's one of those games that has a spark. Mm-hmm. There's something about it. You can't quite put your finger on it. And... They're a little risky to pick those games, but fundamentally the game looks sound, which gives you a floor, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you're just looking for some upside. Hopefully the critics, and, and hopefully the game is great. I mean, that's a big part of it, too, is how the game actually turns out. So, um, But an intriguing game, and uh, it'll be interesting to see. That's a wild card for you, I think. Yeah. Is it Saifu or Sifu? I think it's Sifu. Okay. Or Sifu. I'm going to try to get that one. I don't know. Okay. If it um, was Saifu, it should be S-A-I. That's true. Yep. You're right. Or S-E-I. Yeah. Seifu. That's more like Japanese. I don't know. I think it's Sifu. Okay. Um, now we're to the eighth pick. I'm to my eighth pick. And my eighth pick, I take Pokemon Legends Arceus. Arceus. Whatever the hell you want to mm. call it. <laughs> I, um, I was really confused on where to take this game. Mm-hmm. Because it could be... Like the God God's gift to Pokemon fans, or it could be just this thing. Like, that, yeah, this is like a half-ass piece of garbage. Right. Kind of like you just don't know which which way that's gonna break. And it's the eighth pick, a poke a mainline Pokemon game. Although some fans probably wouldn't call this mainline. I call it mainline. Um, any big budget yeah, Pokemon I game. It, I don't think there's a poke. There's a mainline. It's it's from the Legends series. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I get it. I know how Pokemon fans. Series are. of one. That's why I said yeah. that. Yeah. I, I get that. To me, this is a mainline Pokemon game. It's getting probably a bigger budget than any Pokemon game ever made. Like, this is probably what the mainline series should have become about five installments ago. Like, the GameCube era. Yeah. Yeah. And it's what people have been asking for for a long time. So, I know people are going to give it a chance. We'll just see if they actually execute on it or not. Yeah, this was just such a... This isn't... In terms of review score, I think it's going to sell like crazy. But I think... In terms of review score, I think this is just one giant X factor. It really is. Like, I I was not confident enough about this game to try it. Like, I might have put it in my alternates. No, I was... Because you know it's coming out. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I was thinking about it several picks earlier. Mm. Um, because well, it, good you picked it this late because I was never going to go You were never going to take until, it? Until later. Okay, so I played that one right at least. I yeah. waited on it. Um, but I just, I don't know. It is a huge, huge X factor. I think a lot of people are waiting for reviews for this one. <laughs> like, with bait and I breath. wish I could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's coming out soon. Yeah. So this next, will be the, one of the first games from our draft where we'll see where we're kind of headed as far as our scores like, are concerned. Next week, Friday. Yeah. Which means I should be getting code from Nintendo for it here mm. soon. Which means I'll know. January's almost over. Yeah, it is almost. It's insane. Time <laughs> just keeps whipping on. It means by. not almost over. It's like the 18th. But like, yeah, you, yeah. You know what I mean. I do know what you mean. It comes out before the end of the month, so it's yeah. literally like 10 days away. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's. Uh, but it's also it's like before you know it, it's going to be Thursday night, and you're going to be waiting for it to go. You know, to download. Oh, yeah. It's like it, it's just like what? Happened? I know what happened to like the last 10 days or whatever. That's the way it is when you're busy. That's the way it goes. But anyway, again, that's a little bit risky, but you'll see. So as I said earlier, like, I cover my ass in this draft. Like, mm-hmm. when I get to my alternates, like, there are games that are coming out for sure 
in like the next like three or four months because there are yeah. some games that you're not I mean, sure. In all, in all, yeah, you're probably getting a high seventy, low eighty on that thing, one way or the other. On Arceus, yeah. Like, Maybe. Unless something is catastrophically wrong with it, it could which be. could be. But you see I don't... that frame rate in the first trailer. True. <laughs> but who gets dinged for frame rate interviews anymore? I ding games for frame rate. You do, but you don't. I'm talking about IGN. And shit. Yeah, yeah, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. I'm definitely a little nervous about it. And what made me feel worse was when you made your pick next. And mm. I was like, I just effed up. <laughs> it just totally, I didn't see it. It just slipped by the cracks, and you drafted. Saints Row. Saints Row. The reboot of Saints Row. I guarantee it's going to get a higher score than Arceus. Mm. Guaranteed. This is, there's no excuse for this. I totally screwed up. And I think as soon as you you, uh, yeah, you said it, something. I was like, yeah. great pick. Mm-hmm. I screwed it up. Um, so, yeah, I made a mistake. It may end up costing me my back-to-back-to-back championships in this league. Um, yeah, because there's a chance that the winner on this one comes down to a matter of like a spread of like 20 points I or know. something. Yep. It's going to be like for once, this could come down to literally like a nail biter individual point scores on each each of the games. And it could ultimately like a game that's reviewed now, like Arceus, like maybe it gets a high score or a decent score at the beginning of the year. And as the year goes on and people keep adding reviews to Mm -hmm. the game, those are the people who usually give it lower scores and it could go down and like literally I think that could be close enough where at the last week, like we figure out who won this Mm -hmm. like. It's going to be crazy. And I made a mistake, and you took advantage of it. And so you mm-hmm. got Saints Row with your eighth pick. Because yeah, I was like, because on this one, I was, after I picked Sifu, and part of the reason I picked that was because I was like, I'm going to go for my own boutique Sony exclusive. <laughs> um, and uh, after that, I was like, oh, I should probably should have gone for Saints Row. And then you went for Ar- Arceus. And, and then I, I like, screwed oh, up. Right. <laughs> and you were like, thank God, Shane messed up. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what Vincent is. Uh, Vincent did a his, to. did his own draft to like twelve people or other people or something, and he, so he's listing what what pick the the games we pick were in that draft. Um, picking Saints Row at number thirty two is ridiculous. Like yeah, that, that's insane. That's a you're, you're passing up an eighty something or higher. Yeah, by auto- automatically on that. Yeah, that's. I don't know. Maybe they they don't have an affinity for the Saints Row games like we do because mm. they're younger than us. <laughs> and Saints Row, let's be honest, hasn't exactly been relevant for a while. No, that's true. And like the la- I mean, Agents of Mayhem is not technically Saints Row. It's the same universe, yeah. the same alt- multiverse. But um, <laughs> that did not review well. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to make Agents of Mayhem again. No, I they're don't gonna, think they will either. Going back to the drawing board. Yep. Um, okay, so that was your eighth pick. Down to our last two picks for our core team, and then we still have two alternates after that. My next pick is, and I actually feel good about this one, is Stray. Mm-hmm. You guys may not even remember this game. It I is, didn't. You didn't remember no. it? When you when you put that up, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was a good one. I should have yeah. p- picked a cat game. This is the the kind of indie double-A yeah. game that where you're like oh. this is the bread and butter of the last three picks <laughs> this is just, yeah it is this is also the kind of game that comes out of nowhere to get really high review yeah. scores um i feel really good about getting this here in the ninth slot i was hoping you're a big cat guy too you love cats mm-hmm. like i do i was like i'm surprised that matt had forgotten about it or he just decided he didn't no, want to pick i did it forget about it. I, it for whatever reason it was not on the list i was working from it is definitely the most unique game that I drafted. And I'm guessing on Vincent's draft or whatever, it was probably 99th. But I don't <laughs> care. 
I'm very happy to get Stray in the ninth slot here. I think it's going to be one of the games that everybody remembers from 2022. And it may not be perfect. It may be a little buggy, maybe a little janky. But I think the core concept of it is going to overcome all that stuff. I'm very confident that this game gets at least an eight. And when I'm drafting for my ninth slot, mm-hmm. I'm very happy with an eight there. So that's where where I was headed. And I gonna think get, it's going to get sunk by dog people. <laughs> it could. There are some people that hate cats. Oh, a lot of people hate yeah. cats. I like Those them people both, are not allowed in my house. But I'd rather have a cat because they're low yeah. maintenance. Oh, I love dogs. Yeah, exactly. I love dogs, but I don't want to be owned by one, yep. as I say. Matt, I do feel a little bit like your draft this year was like y- your reclamation of last year's draft because you've managed to it. pick up a couple games that you yeah. had on your team last year that fell out. Yeah, these last two are games that I'm also not saying won't fall out. Uh, because I think this one's pretty safe. This is pretty it safe, is. but we'll see. You never know. Um this is Baldur's Gate 3, which yep. was on last year. Had it on your team well. last year. Uh, theoretically, will come out of early access this year. It should. It should be done this year. I thought it was going to be done last year. It was they supposed said to be it was done a be. year from the beginning of early access, which was like October, November 2020. Yeah. They missed that. They redid a bunch of stuff. They've been, you know, they took a lot of feedback in in case. But this game is great. Like already, this game, you know, this game is like I. There's no doubt on da- betting on this game because I think this game is going to be potentially in the 90s. If it comes out. I think it will be in the 90s. Absolutely. So. I mean, the word of mouth on this game already is through oh, yeah. the roof. And you, your opinion of it. Mm. I mean, I respect your opinion on these games a lot. And the things that you've said about it. Again, that's your ninth pick. I don't know, man. You may have whooped me this time now that I'm really looking at stuff. I don't know. It's so it's interesting still, it's how still you do come it. Out. And then you sit and you talk about it. And it's interesting how your opinion will change mm-hmm. over the time that we do the draft. Um but I do think I'll have a full team this year, so yeah. that, that gives me a fighting chance, that's for sure. Uh, but that's a great pick there, Matt. It just is. Um, yeah, you could have a nine in your hope nine hope they slot. get it done. Yep, if they get it done. Um, okay, my last pick for my full team, and honestly, I don't know if I'll end up using any of my alternates this year. Uh, my last pick, and I am very happy about this one. I feel like this was a good pick at this spot in the draft. Uh, my last pick, my tenth pick, is Hollow Knight Silk Song pretty happy with that yeah that's a guaranteed high score and a guaranteed release i think the original hollow knight has a 92 metacritic um i don't expect this one to score as high but my guess at is least in the 84 eight, yeah. yeah like eight i'm guessing 8.5 worst yeah. case scenario at the 10th slot that's pretty good i had i'll be honest with you i had actually kind of forgotten about this game yeah so did i and then i just started looking through one of my lists and i stumbled across it and i was like oh there's my oh, ringer yeah. right there in the 10 hole um if it does get a nine at the 10 slot, I'll be really happy. I'll do a dance when we go through the results of this thing on camera. Mm. I promise you. I think it might. I think it might. It might. We'll see. Um, but just getting anything that I could even consider that in the 10th slot, uh, I'm good with that. All day, every day. Uh, and here we go, Matt. Your final pick for your base team in the 2022 draft. Final pick. We'll see if this comes out. We'll see if it scores at all. But it is red to fall. Yeah. Well, Um Theoretically, a summer release. That's what they yes. said. They well, initially it's like early in the year was what they were saying at first, mm-hmm. and then they're now like, oh no, we have to delay it till summer. Well, there are, I don't know if you saw, but like there were leaks yesterday from the beta that people were playing mm-hmm. and screenshots and blah blah blah. I mean, it's it's in there. It's yeah, coming. It exists. It's coming. I mean, they're doing a beta right now. And it's I'm kind of I'm kind of hoping it gets some kind of a Death Loop Arcane bump. I know it's not the same Arcane, but. 
Um, I, I chose between this and Hollow Knight. Yeah, and I'm hoping like, this is riskier. I'm, like I'm betting on the you know a coming out the arcane so bump. But no, the arcane, that was an arcane bump, man. With the reviewers, yeah, yeah, there is. Like, with, you know, it it's like oh, the makers of Deathloop, and it's like oh, it's gonna. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think that's gonna influence it. It might. And as you know, I'm really excited for this game. Like I've been talking this game up ever since it debuted. Uh, but Matt ended up with it on his team. I passed on it. I went for Hollow Knight. Maybe I ended up regretting it. I don't know. There's just no way to know right now. Um, so anyway, there are our teams of 10. Now we're going to pick our two alternates. We may or may not ever even use these. Again, these mm-hmm. games are only brought onto I our teams. I think you will not use any of your alternates. You don't think? I think everything on your list is coming out this year. I played it pretty close. Yeah, I played it pretty conservative this year, for sure. I think the big X factor for my team is whether it comes out Hollow Knight and Suicide Squad. Those are the only two I'm a little nervous about. Because hmm. Hollow Knight's been kind of underground. Yeah. They haven't like released a lot of media for it or done a lot of previews or anything. But they just like will say, yo, it's coming that year. So that might be a little dicey, but we'll see. Um, so anyway, it's time to get to our alternates. We both have two, despite the fact that there's three slots for the graphics there. I just totally screwed that up. My apologies. Um, my first alternate is Tiny Tina's Wonderland's Wonderland. I still don't know what it is. Hmm. <laughs> Whatever it is, that's my pick for my first alternate. Um, I don't have a ton of faith in this game to score exceptionally high. As I said, Borderlands 3 is sitting at like a 72 Metacritic right now. But this game is coming out for sure in March. And both of my alternates for this year, I was like, I'm just making sure they're coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did, I, I feel like I did maybe lowball myself a little bit by picking this game where I'm just like, I just want to make sure I get something that's coming out that's not going to be terrible. Um, and so maybe I could have found something with a little more upside. But at this point, I was just concerned about making sure I ended up with 10 games. Although yeah, there's not a lot left that is guaranteed to be out this year. Yeah. Once, once release day started getting past June, that's where I was like, I don't know, man. I've been burned by that too many times. And so I went with Tiny Tina. I don't think it'll be a terrible game no matter what. Do I think it's going to be a game of the year contender? No, but that's why it's my alternate. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it ended up where it did. Um, Matt, what's your first alternate? Uh, another land. <laughs> uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Yeah, we poked some fun at this last week on the show. Um because it yeah. looks weird. <laughs> you know, Kirby, we really are the last of us. <laughs> it's like Kirby Cross with the last of us, which I don't know. But look, it's Nintendo. It's Nintendo. It's going to get a decent score one way or the other. I mean, I bet, it, I bet it gets at least what Tiny Tina gets. I'll be honest, Matt. I cannot remember the last time a Nintendo first party game got like a horrible review score or got anything below like a 7.5. Did Codename Steam... Oh, that's a, a wow! Bit. You pulled that one out. That's impressive. <laughs> that's really impressive. I think it got like a six point yeah, something. something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somehow, some way, their games always get at least like a around a seven. Yeah. So, and again, these alternates like that's coming out. They just announced yeah. like like in March or yeah, March or April. Or yeah, yeah, I was like, wow. I was surprised to see because they just announced it like three months ago, and it's already done and getting ready for release. Um. Definitely an interesting game. The first 3D platformer starring Kirby. Usually, all those games are 2D and play from a side-scrolling perspective. Um, I'm I'm intrigued by this game. I guess is the best way I can yeah. put it. Uh, but Nintendo generally doesn't make junk, so I think you're probably pretty safe with like a seven, seven point five on this with some upside. So I think that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And okay, it's time for me 
to make my last pick of the Sifted 2022 Video Game Fantasy League Draft. And it's not even really a pick. It is my last alternate. And as I said, I went really safe with my alternates. And that holds true with my last pick. And my last pick is Babylon's Fall. A game that just last week I said I had very little interest in. Yep. And I didn't think it was going to be very great. But it did go gold. But it went so, gold. So and you it know it's coming out. And a hard release date. And it's a platinum hack and slash. Those are generally good for at least a 7.5. It doesn't interest me that much, but who knows? Maybe when you start digging into it, it's actually really good. Platinum also generally does not make junky games. Like the worst platinum game that I've played is that Transformers (laughs) War for Cyber, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. That's the worst platinum game I've ever played, and I still played that all the way through to the end. So it looks very generic. And I struggle to really find anything unique about it, but it is, I know for a fact, it's coming out this year. It is a platinum game, and so I do give it a little bit of a bump for that. And so Babylon's Fall is my very last pick and my last alternate for the 2022 draft. And now, Matt, it's your turn to make your last pick. King of Fighters 15. Yep. I liked that you managed to slide in a fighting game in the end there. It's definitely uh, coming this year. I mean, you're just hoping for a 7. seven. Yeah. This, this game will probably get way solid. higher than that. Yeah. That's <laughs> my guess. A little fighting game representation. Yeah. I mean, little. Because there are no fighting games anymore. No, Matt. not much. Have you discovered that? There are really aren't fighting games anymore? Here and there. Like, um, re-releases and weird stuff like that, but... Yeah, I mean, there's you know, some Blaze Blue stuff. The Grand Blue Fantasy has been going on, uh, you know, Dragon Ball a few years ago. Um, that Power Rangers Battle for the Grid thing keeps getting oh, yeah. DLC left and right. <laughs> that is one of the biggest expansion of rosters I've ever seen. Like that started with like a little like eight person group. Right. Now it's like that. 50. It's, like, it's yeah. ridiculous. They don't give up. No. They at least keep releasing new DLC for it. So there you go. Those are our teams. Now comes the moment where you guys tell us which team is better. Um, we'll also, we're willing to take a couple questions. If you guys are getting ready to do your Sifted Fantasy Challenge draft, and make your own draft picks. If you have any questions, maybe you're waffling on two games. You want Matt and I to give you some advice on which one to pick. Yeah, people saying we forgot Mario plus Rabbids. I did not forget Mario plus Rabbids. I don't think it's coming this year. Yeah, I didn't forget it either. I stared at it for thirty, the last 40 minutes of the draft, and yeah. there's just no definitive word that no. it's coming this year. Like It says like all over the internet, 2022, but if you try to find anything from Ubisoft that says no, 2022, it's all very vague. there's nothing. So it, I stayed it might away from be, it. but like it was too. It was it was not enough evidence. I intentionally stayed away from it because I do I do think that's going to rate well. Oh yeah, it's going to get at least an eight point five. If that was coming out in like April and had a, had a date on it, Done like deal. absolutely, I'd have had it at like my seventh. Yeah, we've yep. been right in there. We were aware of that game. I was. Yeah, trailer says twenty twenty two. God of War Ragnarok trailer says twenty twenty one. Yeah, don't, here we don't are. believe everything you read, kids. Yeah, and then we picked Triangle Strategy. Yeah, I mean, triangle, I picked Triangle last Strategy. Year, yeah. Wait, last year, what game did I take? I took an obscure JRPG last year. It was mm-hmm. by Square Enix's Tokyo team. We talked about it, the sequel or one of the games from the same was team it, last um, week. Uh, I keep wanting to say Octopath Octopus, Traveler. Octopath, yeah. yeah, I was going to say Octopus Overlord. So I'm like, <laughs> that's not what that is. And it ended up not doing that well. Like, no. I think it got like a 7.7 or something like that. So I just stayed away Bravely from Default 2. Bravely Default 2. That's, what, that's it what it was. Yeah. And I stayed away from it this year. Yep. Because um, it just didn't deliver. I thought it would get like an eight point something, and it yeah. just didn't. I should. I don't. I don't think it was on my radar at the time. I should have picked Tales of Arise last year. Yeah. That did real well. Yep. Any. I'm let's see. A good eighth pick or something. Let's take a look at 
chat here and see what people are saying. Um, I like Matt's number one the most, but overall prefer Shane's list. Now, I will just jump in here and say that last year, it was unanimous that you destroyed me in the draft. Yeah. Remember that? Well, if anything could come out. Right. <laughs> but that's part of the game is yeah. knowing whether stuff's going to come out or not. And I ended up winning pretty handily because games didn't come out, but that's part of it. So um, I would not – if people pick me, um, what I'm saying is, like, if people pick me, don't get down because right. everyone's wrong usually. Um, I think you have the riskier list. I would agree with that. Yep. Congram, I think Shane's is a bit risky with Bayonetta and Starfield. Even Breath of the Wild 2 could be risky with release. Okay. I think Bayonetta is uh, more risky than Zelda, yeah. But I do think Bayonetta is coming this year. Vincent says Babylon's Fall might be a five. If plat- a platinum game gets a five, the Earth may just cave in on itself. Yeah, some of their D team ones have scored not too great, but I think Babylon's Fall is is be- going to be better than that. We'll see, but I may not need it. Doesn't make me care about it. But um, OCD Master One, why do you never pick FIFA or COD for these? Has always come out and don't get less than a seventy nine. Um, well, we because we did go down that trail for a while with NBA 2K. Yeah. And NBA 2K last year got like a 6.8. Mm-hmm. Like, you just don't know. There could be one feature in those games that are broken. Yeah. Like, the, bon- the, 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 the advantage of the sports games, the regular franchise games, is that, yes, they are definitely going to come out. Yeah. But that also means they're going to come out hell or high water, and, yeah. some, and sometimes they're just broken. Yeah. You know, like, that doesn't mean they're going to review well. Um... One Super Master Gamer. I like both lists. Solid picks by both. I think we both have good teams, too. And I think both of us will probably have full 10 games this year. Um, Versing Torax. I'm not 100% sold on Ragnarok shipping this year, either. Eh, I'd give it about 95%. Yeah. Um, Ashes in the Hourglass. Shane's list has a higher potential. Um, Vincent is saying people really, really didn't like the beta for... I guess he's talking about Babylon's Babylon's Fall. Fall. Great. That's great to hear. <laughs> Just what I wanted to hear. And Juan X Solo brings up Platinum had that Cora game. That's exactly what Matt was talking about when he said the mm-hmm. D team. Yeah. Um, Congram Platinum seems spread thin. Not that I know their priorities, but seem uncertain. They have three games coming out this year. Yep. And that's a lot. So point taken. Absolutely. So anyway, there you go. That's the Sifted 2022 Video Game Fantasy Draft. The original Video Game Fantasy Draft. We did it first. And we'll keep doing it. Video it's game fun. fantasy draft classic. Yeah. <laughs> I even thought about like putting a, like the original in like <laughs> script writing on the logo or whatever, but whatever. It doesn't matter. The real ghost. I'm just glad other people are doing it and they're having fun with it. And uh, like I said, check out, and most people who are watching this, the archive of this, the Sifted Fantasy Challenge is live right now. If you're watching the archive, uh, just look up in the header of sifted.net and there'll be a link there where you can go. Uh, just like last year, if you win... The challenge, and there only is one, one winner every year. If you win and you're a patron, you win two games. If you win and you're not a patron, you get one game. So anyone can play. If you're watching this on YouTube, you're totally eligible. You don't have to be a patron to play. But if you do win, you only win one game instead of two. Or you could become a patron and support us. And then if you win, you get two games. Um, And if you want to support us, head to patreon.com slash sifted. Any final words, Matt? No. No. Good draft, bro. We will see. We'll see how the we'll see where the chips fall at the end of it all. It's always fun keeping track of this for the rest of the year. Um, and like I said, we'll keep we'll keep bringing up the sifted challenge here on Game Face. Uh, we'll pop it back up into the header of sifted here and there, so you can check in on your progress. I would recommend though that once you make your picks, bookmark that page because the page technically is not even on sifted. 
Um, so you can't bookmark it using Sifted's bookmarks. You need to just bookmark it in your browser to make sure you can go back whenever you want. But we'll keep bubbling it back up so you guys can check on your team and see how you're doing. And once again, by the way, congratulations to Wilson, who won the Sifted Fantasy Challenge for 2021. So that's it from us. We'll see you guys next Tuesday right here, same time, same place, at twitch.tv slash siftedgames. We'll see you then.